Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about weathering life storms with Christ. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy, and this is the third and final of three so-called pillar episodes. And we're calling these first three episodes pillars because this is where we want you to start. And everything else I talk about here on Rooted Daily is going to flow from these three pillars about first laying deep roots in God's word, second, growing a strong, bold spirit, and finally, third, what I get to talk about today, weathering life storms with Christ. And this may be the most difficult of the pillars to handle because it's here that our roots are put to the test. And we have to be sure that our foundation is firm. In Colossians chapter 2, Paul warns his Christian family that there might be some who try to take them captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than on Christ. Growing up as a kid in Indiana, I was always fascinated uh, with the speakers used for tornado alarms. It seemed like there must have been a lot of time and effort and money that must have gone into putting all of those speakers up all over town so that you could always hear the alarm. And I imagine the reason they went through all that effort, despite the difficulty of making sure that everyone could hear them anywhere in town, was because it was important to know when the storm was coming. You needed to get to safety. You needed to prepare that's what Paul's doing for the Colossians here in Colossians chapter 2. He is sounding the alarm. The storm is coming. And now Paul talks here about a specific danger, the misleading and false teaching of people relying on their own wisdom rather than on God's. But we see that the Bible warns us of lots of different storms that we'll face over the course of our lives. In his first letter, Peter warns in chapter 4, verse 12, Dear friends, do not be surprised at the fiery ordeal that has come on you to test you as though something strange were happening to you. So Peter says suffering, whether it's persecution because of our faith or just suffering because we're living in a sin-filled world, that will be a storm that we have to weather in our lives. In Galatians chapter 4, Paul notes that illness will be a trial many of us will face. He says, as you know, it was because of an illness that I first preached the gospel to you. And even though my illness was a trial to you, you did not treat me with contempt or scorn. Now, someone once told me that we have three options to exit this world. Number one, we get sick and die. Number two, we get killed and die. Or number three, we wait until the Lord returns. And many of us will endure the first of those at some point in illness. And one more example, 1 Timothy 6.9. Paul warns that not all of life's storms will seem ominous at first. He says, those who want to get rich fall into temptation and a trap and into many foolish and harmful desires that plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil. Some people, eager for money, have wandered from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. Even the things we enjoy in our lives can be a danger to overcome. They might just be the calm before the storm. Our lives are filled with these storms, trials and temptations, and God 
is watching to see if through it all, our love for him will hold up. John 3, 16 through 17, we know well, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. The King James Version translates that as his only begotten son, which is so important because God doesn't just have one son. No, Romans gives me the assurance that when I received the Holy Spirit, I was adopted to sonship. I am now a child of God. That's hard to wrap my mind around. This omnipotent creator cares about me. I must be just like a grain of sand on the beach to him, and yet he loves me individually enough to adopt me to be his son. God loves me, but that love can't be a one-way street. While John 3 gives us that spectacular hope of eternal life, it comes with a warning. If you read on in verse 18, John records, whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but people loved darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear that their deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be plainly seen what they have done has been done in the sight of God. Light has come into the world through Christ, and we can choose to live in that light, in the truth, or die in the dark and in lies. Now, given that choice, the answer seems simple, but life always seems more complicated. You know, my love for Jesus needs to endure every circumstance, but when the storm comes, it's easy to lose your footing, to forget the great sacrifice that Jesus made for me. So Paul sounds the alarm that this danger is coming. There are people or circumstances that are coming to take us captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than on Christ. Danger is coming. So how did he tell us to prepare? Back in Colossians chapter 2, he says, So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, Continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. Root yourself in the Bible, and you'll grow with God. When your roots are sturdy, you'll be able to endure anything that's thrown at you in life. You might get shaken, you might get hurt, but you'll survive because your roots are deep. Now, this is why this is perhaps the most difficult of the three pillars, because this is the test. At the end of the second chapter of Colossians, Paul concludes, since you died with Christ to the elemental spiritual forces of this world, why, as though you still belong to the world, do you submit to its rules? Colossians 2.20. Christians are called to be different, holy, set apart. You can read your Bible day and night. You can talk to every person you meet about Jesus. But if you still fail to live differently, it's all meaningless. 
Jesus told us that everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down and the streams rose and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. Matthew 7, 24 and 25. To weather the storms of life, you need to be all in for Christ, totally reliant and built up on him in both belief and practice. That's our test. That'll do it for this pillar episode of Rooted Daily, and I look forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey, thanks for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content and want to make sure that others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app and hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.